Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. The world may have slowed down, but it didn't stop. If you're back on the road and traveling to Missoula, we invite you to give Missoula's Wingate a try. We love our regular corporate guests and offer fantastic service, great year-round rates, and clean and comfortable rooms that will keep you coming back. While you're here, you can rack up the Wyndham Rewards points for free nights or airline miles. And starting in July, you can release some steam in our newly expanded fitness room. The team at Missoula's Wingate would love to make you feel at home ESPN Missoula Sports Center. Prep soccer playoffs in the Class AA ranks opened earlier this week with an array of matches scattered across the Treasure State. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In girls AA, Billings West cruised into the quarterfinals with a 7-0 win over Great Falls High, while Helena Capital earned the right to face West with a 3-2 win over Kalispell Glacier. Sentinel stayed hot, winning its fourth straight match of the month by beating Flathead 6-0, and the Spartans will play Bozeman Gallatin in the quarterfinals after the Raptors beat Belgrade 6-1. Helena defeated Butte 10-0, while Bozeman High got it out a 1-0 win over Billings Skyview to set up the third quarterfinal matchup at Billings Senior outlasted Great Falls CMR 4-2 to set up a quarterfinal with Missoula Hellgate 5-0 winner over Big Sky. Boys side, Bozeman and Hellgate appear on a collision course again. Bozeman and Hellgate appear on a collision course again. The Hawks and the Knights have played for the last eight state AA titles. Bozeman posted a 10-0 win over CMR to set up a quarterfinal match with Sentinel who won 1-0 over Helena. Hellgate blasted Flathead 9-0 to set up a matchup with Senior. Got past Skyview 1-0. Teams are on the opposite side of the bracket. In the middle of the boys bracket, Capital will take on West after the Bruins beat Butte 4-0 and the Golden Bears moved past Great Falls 2-0 and Glacier will take on Gallatin after a 1-0 win over Big Sky for the Wolfpack combined with the Raptors 2-0 win over Belgrade. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. music here on uh, Thursday afternoon. It's got me all geared up. I've uh, got a 
a little poker game tonight on the horizon. I should be working, but I haven't played poker in a long time, man. Love me playing some cards. My, my parents loved playing cards growing up. We played so many board games and cards, particularly cards. <laughs> Shout out to my mom for letting us play poker all the time. My dad was awesome when it came to that kind of stuff. Little Sturgill Simpson for you here on Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. Maybe watching in SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas coming to you from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Northwest Motorsport has the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can find them online at nwmsrocks.com. You missed anything in the first hour of this show? Ton of interviews. We heard from Dane Oliver of Missoula Sentinel. Mick Morris of Missoula Hellgate, Matt Johnson of Missoula Big Sky, all three Class AA schools in Missoula in action tonight. The Class AA playoffs on the horizon. And before Hellgate and Big Sky, it's winner go home tonight. We also heard from Trey Walker, Idaho linebacker, as the Vandals prepare to host the Grizzlies in Moscow on Saturday. And we also heard from Montana head coach Bobby Houck as part of our Houck highlights. Everything in the first hour of today's show can be found on our podcast, probably presented by the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, Blackfoot Communications, and Sportsbet Montana. Well, uh, it's very tough, the circumstances that we have to live in. We have all these wonderful prizes that we get to give away, and we don't get to win any of them, so it's just like a tease for us. So, Carolyn, I have a question for you. Of all the prizes that we have at ESPN Radio, which one do you wish you could win that you can't? Probably mm. the one we're about to give away, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, as for as much as, you know, you love all of our great sponsors, you're not as much into the sandwiches as you are the mimosas. 100%. <laughs> and the milk. I'm never going to let it go. Yes, the AC Hotel Lounge breakfast is to die for. And very nice. The all the drinks, all the non-alcoholic drinks you can drink, all the meats and cheeses, all the fruit loops and granola. <laughs> eggs. Loops. I'm just saying there's something for everyone. When's the last time you had fruit loops? Oh man. It's been a long time. In fact, when I lived in LA for a while, my dinner was a bowl of fruit loops and wine. Dinner. Yeah, that's what I would come home from my workout and eat a bowl of Fruit Loops and drink some wine. Well, this and is why you have houses all across the Rocky Mountain West because you were so frugal that's in your right. young age. I, you know what's even funnier about that <laughs> is you're so right that I didn't even eat real Fruit Loops. I <laughs> ate the cheap ones that come in the big bag. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, and I it, socked away my dinner money. <laughs> so the chick who doesn't know sports do this each Thursday here on Nuanas. Now our good friend Carolyn joining us in studio. I can't imagine what you're going to be all fired up about. Yes, you can. Uh, well, I guess first and foremost, I guess, uh, are we going to talk about your boy Ben Simmons or should I lead you to that one first? Well, you you lead me. I am he very unprepared. Up, you know about the, Bell, the Ben Simmons uh, saga. He showed up to Philadelphia 76ers practice unannounced. He'd been MIA for weeks. He showed up wearing a sweatsuit, not even his basketball clothes, and uh, he had a, he practiced with a cell phone in his pocket. He decided, I'm coming to practice with my cell phone in my sweatpants In case pocket. someone calls, someone better calls to swoop him away? I guess. In case, what, what, are they, what is his girlfriends? The Jenners? Isn't he dating one of them? Probably. I Isn't don't that, know. I mean, 
Yeah. This is dating. a very this is a very linear uh, solution to me. Like Ben Simmons just needs to be single, and then maybe he'll get his head right. It seems as if all of the men that date all of these women, You're right? They just go. To, it's just over for them. Chris gets in their minds. I bet Chris is behind this. She's like, "You're worth more." <laughs> You go play with LeBron. Somehow my TV, uh, a lot of the NFL games are on NBC. We don't watch television in my house with with the exception of sports. Wow. We only really need three channels. But for whatever reason, sometimes when it's on NBC, which is what the national Sunday night games are on, Mm -hmm. it then switches one down when you turn the TV on to ETV. Okay. So oftentimes I'll turn the TV on. I'm starting to make some dinner. I haven't changed the channel yet. And there's ETV on. Oh, like entertainment tonight. Right. Okay. I thought you meant, I thought you were going to tell me you're paying for cable and you only use three stations and uh, I was going to lose my mind. Uh, well, I do. Oh my God. So that's, uh, have you, do you have any idea how much it's worth the money to me to not have to set something up? It would take me till the end of time. To put an antenna on your television? I need an exorcism. Stuff doesn't work for me. You could take my hands and do it for me, and it still would not work. Wow. I cannot work with technology. I got to just have the plug it in. Okay. Give me the cable. Okay. Uh, regardless. <laughs> There's a promo on this when I turned it on the other night. I watched it for maybe 17 seconds, and the promo was like a talk show with the Kardashian sisters, and who's who's the, well, not Chloe. Courtney. Not Kim, Courtney. And her husband... Well, she just got engaged. Okay, Scott, her ex-boyfriend. Oh, the only thing I saw in this promo was Courtney saying, Scott just gets so mad when I date other guys. He goes, I do not get mad. I just want to kill him. (laughs) I love Scott. And I was like, this is what people think. Classic Scott. This is what people think. So you know about this. This is funny. This is entertaining. People like this. I mean, it's... No, it's guy? stupid. No, it's so stupid. no, Why are not we poor about guy. Divorces and stuff no, on TV? he. You need to know the backstory. He oh was God. a total problem. He, he. There's so much. I can't. This is not the Kardashian hour, but it's fine. It's all good. Scott was not a good guy, so I don't feel bad for him. I feel bad for us as a society that we <laughs> care about this. I just can't believe that this is real. I know. Who are these people? Who cares? No one cares. It's just entertaining. That's what's so you nice about it. You are way more entertaining than these people. It, thank you. <laughs> I, I agree. I never got the gist, though. Like, they're not that entertaining. I don't know why. They're just fully dysfunctional. I know. Before Dan, this all happened, they were never that rich. They were just kind of rich. They were never that mm-hmm. famous. They were just kind of famous. And then all of a sudden, they're rich and famous for being nothing. I just don't get it. Listen. I don't disagree. <laughs> I have this conversation with Dan all the time. He's like, why are you watching this crap? And I say, I don't know. It's the same reason I like to read my people magazines. It's the same reason I go to page six to find all the gossip. You know what? There is so much crap happening in the world. It's really fun to watch rich people fight. Okay. Okay. I don't know how we turn this corner in society or on this segment, but it is a chick who doesn't know sports. Uh, this is actually my fault. Yeah, I, le- I let us down it. this. I did. Okay. So Ben Simmons practices with cell phones in his pocket. People like to suffer the misery of this poor man who's watching his beautiful ex-wife get married to 14 different other guys. Okay. Um, what do we got in the world of sports? I mean, what are you even, you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I hope that I never do. All right. Well, let's start with Pretty much the most, you know, right when I think (laughs) I hate Tom Brady the most. Oh, I knew we were going here. It's Aaron Rodgers, who is now, he is neck and neck with Tom Brady. Oh, really? He taunted Bears fans. He did. Yelling, I own you. Yes, he did. What what kind of monster? 
What kind of monster? Would, yes, right. From right. the Green Bay right, Packers right. would One go and do that. One of the greatest rivalries on the planet Earth, the Packers and the Bears. And in Soldier Field, Aaron Rodgers scored a touchdown and screamed that he owns the uh, Bears fans. It's, uh, I mean. So rude. He's at least telling the truth. <gasps> Wow. And Aaron Rodgers has owned Chicago. He's owned Chicago. He has owned Soldier Field like maybe no one else ever has. Aaron Rodgers is so good at Chicago. You think Aaron Rodgers owns Soldier Field more than Walter Payton? Okay, but like or the Walter Payton was retired by the time Aaron Rodgers was even born. That's Jim an exaggeration, McMahon. but... Uh, yeah, no, okay. I can't believe we're still talking about a t- team from 37 years ago. <laughs> I will ago. never stop talking about that team. Okay, <laughs> what, okay well, I got to know this, actually. What year was Aaron Rodgers born? I bet you it's pretty close. That I Aaron bet it's Rodgers 1984, was, I bet you, 87. I, I, 83. So oh. Ro- Aaron Rodgers was two years old when the Walter Payton was dancing on Soldier Field. Oh, man. Super Bowl shuffle. So good. Hey, you know, uh, I <laughs> criticized Aaron Rodgers a lot in the offseason, uh, at the end of the day, he's still one of the best players in the NFL. And he's still significantly less annoying than Tom Brady. Uh, Aaron Rodgers does it with this in-your-face arrogance. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady does it with some sort of like deal with the devil or something. Oh, no. He has sold his soul to the devil. Like, 100%. The fact that Aaron Rodgers is still good, but he at least like looks like older. And sometimes he looks tired. And sometimes his hair is messed up and stuff. It's like right. way better than this. Who's this guy? Like, I bet also. Tom, I bet. Is Tom Brady like a simulation? He's like a, he's not even a human. He's AI. Yeah. He's like, it's like a surrogate of himself. And or I do bet Aaron Rodgers drinks a beer. And has chips with his guacamole and <laughs> sweet right. potato. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. If and when Aaron Rodgers is not playing the Super Bowl, Aaron Rodgers has a real Super Bowl party where he eats right. he all actually sorts drinks of beer. Ju- junk and drinks delicious beers. Certainly. Yeah. Tom Brady has had one delicious beer once. No, he's had one sip of beer. No, he had that one glass of champagne after And then he got wasted. Super Bowl. <laughs> he was wasted. It was so funny. What a lightweight. <laughs> Okay, Chicken Does No Sports, good friend Carolyn here in studio with us pre-recording this on a Thursday. we got to tell you that, so here we are. Um, what else you got? Um, so I don't generally talk football with my friends because I don't know what I'm talking about, but my friend's daughter goes to Ole Miss, and she was telling me they were watching the football game against Tennessee last week. Did you hear about this? Um, I did not. So I have a really hard time following big-time college football. Oh, not because I don't like you. This is because I'm always covering other games. So right. It's like, I mean, you're, it's really hard to, like, watch the game that you're at and then, like, some yeah. other game. I, like, watch the scores or whatever, but. Well, this is crazy. So, um, in the last, about minute of the game, there was a call that that was for Ole Miss. Okay. The Tennessee fans lost their minds. They were throwing stuff down on the field. They were hitting cheerleaders in the head with bottles. People, like, everyone had to leave the field. And I think it was like a 10 or 20 minute delay because these people flipped out over a call. And then they ended up playing the last minute of the game. And I think we'll miss one. I can't even remember. But no idea. Talk about bad sportsmanship. I mean, what is, is it that important? Um, unfortunately to these people, yes. Okay. It's why college football is the most popular sport on the earth. Because it is that important. I don't think it's very healthy, but I can't really sit there and demean it because the majority, if not all of my income comes off of people that love college sports this yeah. month, this much. So I guess I just don't understand. Like we've talked about this stuff that's going on in the stands with people fighting and pouring beers on each other and pouring beers on the players and doing all this stuff. And it just seems like it's getting worse. And I don't know, maybe it's not. I mean, I, th- I think that it's uh, more exposed than ever. 
Yeah. That's true. Did you want to know what? This is a, such a meathead take. There used to not be this variety of vitriol for each other and like all these different ways that we were going to uh, humiliate each other because you just fight. Right. You just, there wasn't all these and details. You, you just like push each other right. back and forth and then, oh, oh, you're tough. I'm tough. And then the security breaks it up and that's all. Yeah. And then you probably go like hug it out afterwards and drink a beer or whatever. There was a huge fight at the Grizz game on Sunday. There was? On Saturday. Tell me everything. The section right below us like just erupted in a brawl. What is this? I what? mean like 20 people got escorted out. It was actually like crazy. Well, okay. So let's get to this because this is a total guy thing. Because you guys get drunk and you get like <laughs> stupid and you think you have to like show how tough you are. And Does that even exist anymore? Well, it clearly it did at the Grizz yeah, game. I guess. I mean the age demographic definitely catered to who was it the student section or no 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 like no i'm saying it was older people i don't think kids fight anymore really i was thinking about that the other day somebody was asking me about we were talking about the evolution of montana prospects that go to in-state schools for football and seriously i i'm not saying this is necessarily an all bad thing but i was telling this person that the number one way i could describe current high school football players is that i only know a couple of them that i, I would actually even get in a fight in some way that's good in some ways it's not good i don't know it's primal instinct to fight. You, so you mean kids, but what about like college age kids or what? Yeah, do you kids that are like in high school going to go to college. So my friend whose daughter goes to Ole Miss was telling me that there was some big barroom brawl a couple weeks ago. And, you know, so I feel like there's still those fights. I mean, I remember in college there would always be fights. I mean, obviously they were fighting over me, but um, just everywhere I go. Just kidding. <laughs> but there would be like these huge fights and I just never understood why guys... Just why you have to do that? Just chill. Go drink your beer somewhere else and move on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, why do women have to make fights last for years at a time and like bring up stuff that you said in the middle of the afternoon on a Tuesday like seven months ago? I don't know. Because we're evil masterminds. <laughs> oh, man. That's why. It's like, what's, what's my brother always say? Your wife can never remember where she put the thing that you need for work, but she can't remember the one thing you said that slighted you. 100%. <laughs> Nine months ago on I mean, a Tuesday during lunch. locked in here. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. Unbelievable. Chicken doesn't know sports. Our good friend Carol joining us here on Nuanas now. What else you got? Um, all right. I have to have a confession. And uh, Oh, here we go. So this video of Tom Brady is making the rounds again. I'm pretty sure his people put it out there so he people like him again or you know try and make him look good because I've seen it all over Instagram. But a couple years ago, a little, I think he was taking like Q&A from kids or something. And okay. one of the kids said, who's your hero? Okay. And Tom Brady said, my dad. That's and then good. he starts talking and like almost cries. Yeah. And for 20 seconds, 20 seconds of my life, I actually liked Tom Brady. Well, think about if you were Tom Brady's dad, how proud you'd be of him. Totally. I, it was cute, but I still don't like Tom Brady. But I was like, okay, Th that robot has a heart uh, somewhere hey, in there. It, here's where I'm at with Tom Brady. I don't actually even dislike Tom Brady. I find the, his existence to be fascinating and by and large a good thing for the world because it is a phenomenal conversation point. I just think that there's something weird going on. I just, I, I, I know that people Do you can, think he's getting like injections of death I think Tom Brady's and, taking the most special medicine he could possibly take. I'm yeah. not saying he's necessarily like taking he's like anything the bionic illegal, man? but like no. Tom Brady's got the special juice going on. But so does LeBron James. So does Russell Wilson. I mean, those two guys talk about it, though. That's the thing. Tom Brady's got his whole TV 12, Tom versus time. But there's, like, some missing elements. Whereas, like, LeBron's sleeping in a hyperbaric chamber. Russell Wilson says he works 
364 and a half days a year, you know? Yeah. Well, know. do they not know how important rest days are? Well, right. No, that's part of, <laughs> like, part of their 364 days a year is joking. like sleeping for eight hours in a hyperbaric chamber on an off day. What do you think he does on his half days off? Russell Wilson? Yeah. Uh, he does. He Oh, I listen to this whole podcast. It's, it's what's he call it? Is, uh, oh man, what does he call it? Some, something just self-congratulatory about how uh, epic of a man he is. What is it called? Gosh. Anyways. It's his podcast? He did a pod. No, 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 it's his program. He has like this special Got trainer. It. Okay. That's what's so weird about these guys too. Like Tom Brady has this like special guy who like just goes everywhere with him and just like yeah. gives him his medicine or whatever. I mean, I guess if you have that kind of money, um, it'd be pretty boring. But Russell Wilson says he takes off Christmas uh, from noon until the next day. So he takes off a day and a half. Yep. And that's it. Do you think he eats mashed potatoes on that day? Like everyone else? Uh, sure. Oh. Christmas cookies? mashed potatoes? God, what is wrong with you? Uh, I don't know. You don't like, like dogs. You don't like the Beatles. And now you don't like mashed potatoes. I don't like chocolate either. What? Who? <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I like pasta primavera. That's good. That's good. <laughs> anyway, so uh, for a moment, okay. Tom Brady got humanized to me. himself. Yeah, but the, still don't like the him. robot man. I, of course, then my first thought is he's obviously put this video back in rotation to get people to like him. Does it even matter though? Like at this point, Tom Brady's winning so hard because one hundred percent of people could hate him, yet it does not impact his popularity or visibility. Right. Or anything. or, or um, his you know, that he's still good at his job. Phenomenally good at his job, yeah. yes. Anyway, um, that's really all I have today. Great stuff, Carolyn. <laughs> Not really. Sorry, guys. We haven't even given them the thing, though. We've talked it all up, and now we got a couple vouchers to the AC Hotel for you. AC Hotel's downtown Missoula, new to Missoula. Great establishment. Beautiful um, structure and, and just an awesome place, but the bar and restaurant there is very good as well. You do not have to stay there to go there, so go check it out. And if you want to go check it out on us, call us. But wait. They have to call or text and say if they believe that a bunch of guys fought over me in college. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> call or text. The right answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go with the right answer. The third person to call and answer Carolyn's question, 888 That's 406-888-1029. Call us. Call her number three or text her number three, whatever. And tell us, did girls really fight? Did guys really fight over Carolyn in college? Carolyn, thank you so much. <laughs> Gosh, the amount I let her get away with. Unbelievable. <laughs> Call us, text us. Tell us if guys really did fight over Carolyn in college. Feed her. Uh, bottomless pit of an ego. <laughs> Still on us now, 1029 ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for kicking it with us. Rob Fennessy, head coach of the Idaho State Bengals. They're on their way to Bozeman this weekend. We caught up with Coach Fenn, former Montana offensive coordinator. Earlier today, keep it right here ESPN Radio. Rob Fennessy across the sidelines, part two, right after this. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. 
Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, fiber deployments, and community events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com slash news. You will have no doubt that I do my best for you. I do love. Let's stop to get it gone. Lost myself just thinking about the two of us from each other drinking. I've come back out on the other side. For those of you who've been paying attention, hanging out with us for a while, it's Nuanas now, by the way, ESPN Radio. I'm Coulter Nuanas. And uh, I love me some Dave Matthews Band. I've been over the gorge to Grateful Dave, Labor Dave, whatever you want to call it, several times. I've heard the stories forever and ever from several of my best friends, and I was never able to make it over because that's always the opening weekend of college football. But then I was able to make it over, I think, what, three different times because of the proximities of some of the openers. So I'd hit the concert on a Friday then go watch, for example, like Montana at Washington in 2017 or Montana State at Wazoo in 2018, or maybe that was 2017. Um, regardless, a couple times, close proximity. But then when uh, it became very clear, well, first of all, Dave Matthews wasn't going to play 2019 at the Gorge anyways. And uh, then in 2020, it became very clear there wasn't going to be one. So... I sort of um, boycotted Dave Matthews for a while. Not because of him or the state of the affairs or the band or anything like that. I just knew if I listened to them as much as I like to listen to Dave Matthews' band, that I uh, would be very sad about the cancellation of the concert. So I hadn't. But now, here we are, we're back. And uh, I don't know when I'm going to be able to check out Dave again. Can't wait until I can. But... We're back to listening to the DMB. So I know a lot of people don't like Dave Matthews Band. Get over it. I think, actually, if you listen to the songs that aren't the hit songs, I know everybody says that, but it's the truth, man. Dave live, that band live, uh, that band in general, particularly when you go off the beaten path of maybe the quote-unquote radio hits, they're unbelievably talented. The passion they bring to the, the table is uh, unparalleled. Just love them. Love me some DMB. Hope we have an outstanding Thursday. I'm having a great day. And uh, we usually like to have these a little earlier in the week, but, I mean, get them where you can get them, and I'm not complaining at all. I love having content, good content, good interviews, good, interesting people on this show, no matter what day of week it is. So, head across the sidelines part one with Trey Walker to get this show started off. And now, across the sidelines part two, we have uh, either a coach or player from the team that is playing both Montana and Montana State in football each week here on Nuanas Now. Today's across the sideline. Previews Montana State's game against a visiting Idaho State team on Saturday in Bozeman. And Rob Fennessy, Idaho State head coach and a longtime offensive coordinator for the Grizzlies. He was here in Montana, uh, at, Missoula, uh, at Montana, excuse me, in Missoula 2003-2009. And uh, Coach Fenn now been at Idaho State for a handful of years. Bengals are 1-5 as they take their uh, squad to Bozeman. Uh, they beat UC Davis, a top-10 team at the time, in Pocatello. They also only lost by to Sacramento State, a team that uh, beat Montana last week, uh, 23-21 in Pokey. I know they actually had the ball late in that game and then turned it over, and that thwarted 
their bid to beat uh, Sacramento State. All that's to say, turnovers have been the issue. Tyler Vanderwall, who was one of the breakout stars of the spring season at Idaho State, he's been out since the second game. And uh, subsequently, the Idaho State offense has really, really struggled. Only 16.5 points per game, a ton of turnovers. And uh, that's just been it. That's been the Achilles heel. Caught up with Rob Fennessy earlier today. Well, time now for Across the Sidelines Part 2 here on Nuana is now. Each week, interviews with opponents for both Montana and Montana State today on Across the Sidelines. We're joined by Rob Fennessy, the head coach for Idaho State Bengals. ISU travels to Bozeman, Montana to take on Montana State on Saturday afternoon. And coach, how's it going? Haven't talked to you in a little while. How you been? Yeah, good. thanks for having me on here, Coulter. Doing good. We're uh, plugging away and practicing and working on improving every day. That seems to be the common narrative around the league. It's been a, an interesting league so far, a lot of hard-fought battles. Uh, but I find it fascinating, as we were just talking about before we went uh, live here, the league has this reputation broadly as this offensive league. But to me, what's evolved in the big sky over the last several years has been the defenses. And so let's just talk about that element of it in general. Uh, first of all, you're playing a great one in Montana State this weekend. But to, by my estimation, it seems like there's a lot of really, I mean, like national caliber defenses in this league. So what do you think of just sort of the evolution of the big sky being such a defensive dominated conference right now? Yeah, well, unfortunately for someone like me who, uh, who likes to really work on the offensive side of the ball, you know, I think a lot of people have have looked at, at the North Dakota State model. You know, they they had a tremendous defense during uh, uh, during their run, and they still do. You know, Northern Iowa, tremendous defense. Uh, you know, just you see those Missouri Valley teams just are are just stifling. You know, you can't can't move the ball. South Dakota State. You know, they're all and you know Montana State's always had a, a rich tradition of of defense, and and so is the Grizzlies. You know, they're they're pretty salty on defense this year uh uc davis you know they're they're holding people down in points and and you know obviously weber um has been excellent the last several years just uh, uh but you know you take a look at the coaches jeff choke you know what he developed and recruited there at, at montana state and then uh vegan has kind of taken it to a to the next level and you know you get bobby back in montana you know and he's a defensive guy jay hill uh, tremendous defensive mind uh, over at Weber. You know, you got some got some really good coaches in this conference, really good defensive head coaches as well. Well, take me through your team and specifically your league slate so far. Idaho State comes into this thing with a 1-3 and three record in Big Sky Conference play. And, Coach, I watched Sac State live last week. Very, very impressed with the Hornets. You took them down on the wire in a two-point loss in Pocatello then had the, the loss at Northern Arizona, but then a huge win over a top-10-ranked team in UC Davis uh, on October 9th. And then last week, a loss at Portland State. So what do you think of just the, your team's ability to navigate the league? And what was that high point at UC Davis that you'd like to replicate? Uh, well, I'd like to replicate is no turnovers. That no doubt. It. You know, that's, we had no turnovers in that game. Every other league game, we've, we've given the ball to the other team. And as we look at it, you know, we're, we're playing hard. Kids are playing hard. We're doing things well. Uh, but you, you can't have five turnovers against Portland State and expect to win, it, you know, anything. They, they scored four of their uh, possessions after our turnovers and then their fifth possession that they scored was after a missed field goal. So uh, it's our, we're shooting ourselves in the foot. You know, we were on a game winning, what we felt would, would have been a game winning drive against Sac State and through an interception, you know, we go out to uh, Northern Arizona and take the first drive down and, you know, kind of feel like we've hit in a little bit of a rhythm and, and boom, three turnovers. So uh, we've been, we've been plagued by, uh, and I had never been around anything like this before, just, 
just the turnovers, you know, and we even had one last Saturday against Portland where, you know, that it would be the last kid on our on our entire offense that we would figure fumbled the ball with Christian Fredrickson, caught a beautiful pass and got yards, and we we're moving down into their territory and fumbled the ball. So, um, you know, we address we address ball security daily around here. You know, we like to say ball security is a religion here, but uh, we lost our religion this year a little bit. Rob Fennessey joining us here on Across the Sideline, presented by Mike Nugent and Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate. This is Nuanez now on 102.9 ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. And coach, like you say, I mean, everybody emphasizes ball security. Seems like you guys have been put a high priority on it to try to sort of cure this plague, as you say. But how much is too much of a focus on? I mean, how much of it is sort of putting in guys' heads? I mean, I guess it, it seems like such a delicate balance to try to sort of remedy something that is uh, so esoteric, so to speak. Yeah, you know, we don't really change what we do because we emphasize it so much early on. You know, in years past, we've been really good, but uh, it's something that from day one, a spring ball that, that that we talk about, and so it's not a, it's not all. The and, hey guys, we have to really work on ball security. We, you know, we don't get into that. Uh, we, it just, it's just what we do. And and you work to, you know, strip sacks by the quarterback and interceptions by the quarterback. That's, you know, that's a little bit, it's a little bit different. But uh, like I said we 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 preach it, you know, from day one. And I've preached it since the day uh, day that I uh, got here and as a head coach. And you know, it's taken a uh, page out of, out of Bobby Houck's book. Well, let's talk about the UC Davis game specifically because that's one that I think that you guys performed the best in. And obviously, beating a top ten team was a big one. So, does that show you sort of the potential of your team? Yeah, we you know we know we have we have we feel we have pretty good players, and uh, it just shows when when you don't give uh, the other team extra extra possessions. You know, we're 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 a very capable operation. You know, I like our receivers. Um, I really like our offensive line and. Uh, uh, our defense coops got them playing better and better each week. So uh, going into that one, you know, we had three three takeaways. You know, we hadn't had but one up until that point. And you know, I told the team in the pregame meeting that you know sooner or later this dam's going to break and you guys are going to start getting turnovers left and right. And, and in the last two games, they've gotten five. So uh, they're, I said, coops got the. Uh, Coop's got the defense playing a little bit better each week, and you know the truth of the matter is we got a true freshman at quarterback, and uh, and you know he's seen a lot of a lot of speed and a lot of things for the first time. We'll talk about that young man, Hunter Hayes, uh, true freshman from Cody, Wyoming. I know he's a guy that was on Brent Vegan's radar a little bit, at least when Coach Vegan was at Wyoming as well. And it seems like there's so many crossovers in this game from many different coaches that have been around the league for a long time. But first, to start with Hunter Hayes, what did you like about him coming out of high school? And obviously, probably not ideal to be playing him right now, but it seems like he's he's doing the best that he can. Yeah, he's doing the best that he can. But uh, just just first and foremost his parents are both in the in the hall of fame here at idaho state so he's a little bit of legacy so you know it's a little bit more personal to him for him for him to be here uh you know nice tall kids smart uh great grades you know what you want in the quarterback and and comes in a studies film and and all that good stuff uh you know like even though he ran a he ran more of a, a, a kind of option-ish type uh offense in high school you know, got him here and and saw he can sling it around a little bit. So uh, I tell you what, he's he's really tough. He's taken a beat in the last couple, you know, three four. He's three four weeks. He and he, he pulls the ball down, doesn't mind running. And we're just like, oh, hey man, get down, get down. And uh, but he a uh, uh, solid young man, solid family. Uh, you know, he's going to be a good quarterback here in the future. Well, you've played 
in Reno and you played in Flagstaff, you played in Portland, but now you got to play at Bozeman, a distinctly uh, unique challenge playing at Bobcat Stadium, one of the best venues in the conference. So uh, how do you hope your young quarterback responds to what will almost certainly be a, a rabid crowd on Saturday? Hey, it's a, you know, anytime you go up to those two places up there, you know, you know what you're getting into at least. It, it's a, it's one of the best environments in college football. It's why you play. But, you know, uh, we, we practice uh, every day from, from day one in spring ball uh, with with music and noise and all that stuff. And, you know, a lot of people might think that you play the music just so the kids are having a good time. But another reason why you do it is, uh, you know, you p- turn it up a little bit loud so you have to communicate in a, in a really loud environment. Um, you never play football in a stale environment, okay, And except during COVID springs. But other than that, uh, you know, they're, you're always going to have to communicate when it's loud. So uh, we're, you know, we're, we're fairly well schooled in that. I know the crowd there is is extremely knowledgeable, just like uh, just like the one across the way up there. And uh, they're going to be extra loud when it's our third down. You know, when we have the ball in third down, it's going to be extra loud when we're in the southeast end zone. And uh, uh, they're very knowledgeable fans. They know when to cheer. They know when to be quiet. And it, that's a challenge right there. But you just got to got to uh, we get we should be used to communicating. Uh, you know, under duress with noise, but you still can't replicate a crowd such as what we're going to face on Saturday. Rob Fennessey joining us here, Idaho State head coach. It's across the sideline. It's Nuanas now on ESPN Radio. And crowd aside, venue aside, familiarity with the coaching staffs aside, probably the biggest challenge your team faces is Montana State's defense. They've been lights out. I've been incredibly impressed with them. They're operating at an incredibly high level with incredibly high talent. So, uh, coach, your take on Montana State's defense. Yeah, you just said that's a bad combination. Incredibly high level, incredibly high level of talent. Uh, they they are sound. Uh, they are very physical. Uh, they they know their assignments. They play their assignments well. Uh, you know, they know when when to fit a gap and uh, and where their where their where their partner is supposed to be with you know next to them and all that stuff. It's it's about as, as sound as a defense as as you'll face. In addition to the, uh, you know, and, and let's just take let's take Troy Anderson, you know, one of the best players, if not the best player in the conference. Take him out of the mix, and uh, their their defensive line is solid, big, strong. Uh, they come off the edge, great pass rushers, and I, lo- I really like their two safeties. Uh, those two are are they don't miss tackles. I, I should I should include their 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 uh, Sam Backer in there too, and that's what they do. They don't miss tackles. They're in position. Uh, they really limit uh, yards after after catches, and uh, I said it's it's a it's a it's a big problem to uh, to deal with. Well, tell folks a little bit about your offensive personnel. Hunter Hayes aside, I know you have one of the better receivers in the league in Tanner Connor. Um, Malik Rango, when healthy, looks like he could be an impact player, and, and I think he will be by the time he gets his sort of locked in. Uh, so what do you like just about your, your offensive unit right now, Coach? Well, you know, Tanner Connor's had a pretty solid year. We'd like to get him the ball more. Uh, but, you know, at 235 pounds out there, we feel, you know, that's, we got to get him the ball. Uh you know, in tight spaces and maybe break a tackle and get, get going on these guys. But uh, I really like our, our center, Teron Carey. That's one young man who uh, his brother played here um, earlier. And uh, now Teron's kind of like the heart and soul of maybe our whole offense, you know, as a center, uh, he can, he sees the whole defense, believe it or not. He's one of those centers that can see safety rotation and, and know where blitzes are coming from and start pointing and, and, and taking charge. 
Uh, so I really like what, what he's doing. And, and when Tyler got banged up, uh, Teron and, and John Perko, our, our right guard, both looked at me and said, hey, we'll take you – know, Hunter's nickname is Sticks. So if I say Sticks, they go, hey, we'll take care of Sticks. Don't worry, we got him. So, uh, uh, I, you know, I like our young receiving court. We're going we're gonna to be pretty deep here in the next few years with uh, Xavier Guillory, Christian Fredrickson, Jeff Harris, Jalen Henderson, Shane, uh, Shane Bailey Jr. You know, it's a – uh, it's a really Demonte Horton. It's a really salty group. So, you know, I like I, I like. We just got to get on on track a little bit and and get going. And you know, like once again, it starts with the turnovers. Coach, let's talk about the other side of the ball. Obviously, an intriguing storyline with Roger Cooper returning to Bozeman, but this is old hat for him now because he's been you know outside of Montana State for quite some time, and he's coached against his alma mater many times. Uh, but his unit, what do you think of them? What, what's your evaluation right now? Uh, what have you liked it, and where can you improve? Um, well, we could probably improve with our pass rush and sacks. You know, we're pretty low there. We got to do a better job. Byron Howe, who came over from Montana State, has really uh, made an impact, made a difference with our with our defensive line. Uh, I like our linebackers, O'Shea Trujillo and and uh, and Darian Green and and uh, Connor Wills. You know, those three are playing are playing uh, playing hard and up there in tackles in the conference. And, you know, and O'Shea is just a pretty athletic. Cam Backer that that flies around and Jaden Dawson our corner our, our I want to say our boundary corner he uh, he's been solid all year too you know he was first team all conference in, in the spring and uh, was player of the week in the Big Sky Conference uh, when we beat Davis so uh, I really like his attitude and the way he comes out and and, and practices every day. You mentioned Byron Howard. I think that's an interesting fold, too, because I was very impressed with him as a young coach at Montana State. He brings a lot of energy. I think he is a great fundamental teacher as well. And so have you have you seen those things so far in him, Coach? I, I know it's only been a little while since he joined your staff, but what have you seen out of Coach Out? Yeah, exactly. Just uh, just what he brings to the table with his with his individual work, with his, uh, you know, not only it, it's, it's more than just that as well. He's a great recruiter. Uh, he's our, we, I named him our recruiting coordinator. He's very detailed, uh, and, uh, yeah, and that carries on with everything he does. He's detailed on the field with his players in their individual, with their technique. Uh, he's very detailed in, in scheme and works well with uh, Coop in terms of, uh, you know, uh, uh, scheming up an opponent's uh, pass protection and, and run game. And like I said, he's, he's just been a pleasure to have around, and I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad he's with us. Across the sidelines, Rob Fennessy joining us here on Nuanas Now. Across the sidelines, presented by Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate. Mike Nugent and Berkshire Hathaway, your local real estate experts. Coach, uh, when you look at Montana State's offense, it definitely looks distinctly different uh, just because of the added element of the quarterback position because Jeff Choate did so many unorthodox things with his quarterback position. Uh, but what do you see when you look at Montana State's offense? Well, their their quarterback is extremely efficient. I think he's leading the nation in passing efficiency. You know, he just he, uh, big, big, tall good-looking kid back there. Plus, they got a big offensive, you know, your typical Montana offensive, Montana, uh, Montana, Montana State offensive line, you know, just big, big physical guys. Plus, they got a, uh, one, of, one of the best running backs. It seems like the guy's been around forever. He, number 22, it's like, God, he, he played against us here in 2018. So, um, I like what they do. They mix it up well. You know, they got big, tall receivers that look, you know, kind of like a basketball team, and and they're very efficient running the ball. And the quarterbacks are really, really good at 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 making smart decisions with the ball. Well, coach, last thing for you then: what will be the key if Idaho State is to go into Bozeman and get a victory this weekend? 
<laughs> not turn the ball over and and have some third down success. You know, we got to got to maintain some drives and keep our defense off the field. And uh, you know, we're going to do uh, you know what we like to say we do: run the ball, stop the run, uh, limit uh, win turnover battle, and uh, and limit limit penalties. You know, you, you're going to have effort penalties here and there, but we want to eliminate the the mental penalties. And uh, uh, so the, that's kind of that's kind of our mantra going in. Rob Fennessey, Idaho State. They play at Montana State in Bozeman on Saturday. Coach, appreciate you joining us. Thanks so much, and best of luck on Saturday. Hey, thanks for having me. Good. Are you going to be at the game? It'll be good to see you. I will be at the game, so look forward to seeing you as well. Cool. All right, man. Thanks. Coach Fenn, man. Love me some Coach Fenn. Known him since I was a young guy. He, uh... Fenn's always been really good to me. I, I mean, there's a lot of really good guys in the league right now, but... A uh, great many of my really good friends in college were wide receivers because one of my best friends of my whole life is Ty Palmer, who played for the Grizz. And uh, so that then led me to meet a bunch of guys who I ended up hanging out with, living with, and stuff. And Fenn was coaching the, the offensive coordinator, but he was also helping with the receivers. And so, you know, I just got to know him and those guys. So cool that uh, we still have this connection. He can come on my radio show. Nuanas now is the radio show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Rob Fennessy, part of our Across the Sidelines segment, presented by Mike Nugent and Berkshire Hathaway Real Estate. Appreciate Mike Nugent for being a part of this show and uh, always supporting us here at Nuanas Now. I always call it Spud Week. A couple more thoughts on both Idaho State and Idaho to take you home here on your Thursday. Keep it here at ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Stone Age for you. Coulter Nuanas, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana TV. Missed anything in the show today? Man, we had so many fun guests. Dane Oliver from Missoula Sentinel. Matt Johnson from Missoula Big Sky. Mick Morris from Missoula Hellgate. Those are the three Class AA head football coaches in the city of Missoula. They all joined us off the top. We also heard from Trey Walker, All-American linebacker from Idaho, as his team set to host Montana on Saturday evening. Tanner Clough favorite in this weekend's Class AA cross-country state meet and a Missoula Sentinel standout senior was our guest for our River City Runners. Our good friend Carolyn swung by for the Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports. 
And Rob Fennessy, head coach of the Idaho State Bengals, also joined us as well. If you missed any of the show today, you can find it on the podcast, Nuana's Now Podcast. Please rate, review, subscribe. Proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications, Sportsbet Montana, and the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. Subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow ESPN Missoula on social media, specifically Instagram and Facebook. Follow Alpine Touch as well as Haymaker Beef on Instagram. And then text us, 888 That's 888-1029. What's that do? That enters you in our fall giveaway. What's our fall giveaway? We got one prize. This includes a Traeger smoker, a beef box from Haymaker Beef, and a whole pile of Alpine Touch. And the second prize, it's, I guess the other prize, the additional prize, comes with us courtesy of our good partners at Twisted Tea. We got a cooler, an otter box, as well as a grill, courtesy of Twisted Tea. So easy. Subscribe to the podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow Alpine Touch, Haymaker Beef, and ESPN Missoula on Instagram and Facebook. And then text us at 888-1029. I'm going to keep telling you, you have a, like, about a month still to get this done. We're doing it November 20th for the giveaway. So get her done. Tomorrow, Rajim Seabrook will be in the studio. Atu Molden will join us off the top. We also have our Mattress Firm Student of the Week. And uh, we'll give you all the results from tonight's football games and give you a preview of the football games on the horizon. Plus, of course, we'll talk Grizzlies, Bobcats, and the rest of the Big Sky Conference. So look forward to seeing you. In the meantime, I'm Coulter Nuanas. You have yourself an outstanding evening. This has been Nuanas. Now we'll see you tomorrow, 4 p.m. Thanks for being here. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear... How about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.